0: You know, they're kind of just going through the motions and they could stumble across any one of these Catholic influencers pages. How much of an impact can we have if we all unite together as influencers, put each other on, um, build each other up, you know, promote each other um, to affect those people who are kind of just going through the motions this whole time?
1: welcome back to another episode of ppk <laughs> uh we are laughing because you know we're, we're we just we get started we get going we get a little pause um obviously Miko somewhere where we're not because it's about 66 degrees over here in cali um it's about and what it's over about there uh, makes...
2: six degrees it's like 20 degrees over here
1: 20 degrees
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's why I got the hood on. It's a little chilly out here.
1: <laughs> it's even chilly in the library. That's how it that's how it is, with Stoops. <laughs> yeah. it's tough out here. So cool. It's good to be back. It's good to see um it's been getting in the swing of things, right, Meeks? I mean it's been uh yeah.
2: new semester. Yeah, things are busy yeah. entering into my last year. We graduating in December. So things are moving, getting married in uh three months. Yeah. Put my big boy pants on. That's tough. And uh it's it's really tough.
1: Yeah, I so, mean, yeah. There's a lot of transition going on in the Sablon household, right? I mean, county got married mm-hmm. and Meeks is getting married and all kinds of good stuff going on. So, um, yeah, c- continue to keep us in your prayers. So we're back at it. And for today's uh, inspiration for this episode, kicking over to Keone.
0: Yeah, so um, we actually did a um, episode on um, Ray um uh, podcast called Joy of Faith. And um, this was back, what? second week of or first week of January. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. That should be dropping soon and check him out cause he is a gift to our church, especially what he's doing. Um, you know, bringing our attention to the Eucharistic miracles and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Um, but something, you know, after having the episode with him and his willingness and almost like yearning to collaborate with other Catholic, um, influencers, if you will, um, It just kind of opened up my eyes because, you know, we, we like to connect with other people and, you know, when you're, when you work hard to try to build up a following and and a platform, there's this natural tendency to um, guard it. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like there's, you know, someone else is reaching out to you or you're reaching out to them, like there's like this competitive, like, you know, my platform or my subscribers versus yours. Mm -hmm. And something that, you know, just seeing Ray Say kind of break down that wall and say no 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 we're much better together, mm-hmm. you know and and his just um just desire to build everyone up that is trying to you know go out into the world and 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 bring others to truth yeah. that just stood out to me and so I I reflecting on that and you see just in the in the church there is division you know whether it be the traditionalist versus maybe the progressive versus the those that have are just kind of off into th- into outer space, not really knowing what's going on. They just wake up and, you know, on Sundays and tune in virtually and, you know, maybe have a cup of coffee, you know, just, they're just vibing out. You know, there's, there's divisions right now within the church, but there's also divisions, um, within the, the media influencers, you know, within the Catholic sphere. And I think we can, we can do a lot more work and have a much more positive impact, um, on the lay people, Catholic or not Catholic, Mm -hmm. um, if we're, if we unite. And so just kind of, uh, shout out Ray for inspiring this, this episode. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Ray, um, he's probably not watching this, but he, you're the goat if you are watching this. Um, Ray, he, he really did, I think, open up all of our eyes and he was gifted, uh, to be able to collaborate with, uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall on his channel and and blew him up. I think sixty thousand subscribers in a year. Yeah, just about. And I mean, um, and now you know Ray's able to focus and do big things like you know perhaps something really big coming on this year, and just things that he's able to do and use his gifts perhaps for a living now because of someone able to collaborate and also share something that I knew I gained a lot from which is Eucharistic Miracles and stuff like that something that Taylor's audience gained from so everyone kind of won that situation and I think it helped us realize like wow that you know it's beautiful you're not I don't think you're always going to share every single idea and opinion with every other Catholic out there but the fact that you know people come together and, and Ray was just so like he's the one that contacted us about collaborating and we're like you know, we have, uh, I think 27 views is our highest. Uh, we just got that a couple of weeks ago. And so, um, I, just the fact that he wanted to come and talk to us was, it's, it's amazing. Cause you know, you know, we always joke about our views and things like that. And it just felt so great to be like, you know, well at least Ray recognized us, you know, and Ray and Colin, at least those two guys, Gracie, all, you know, all you guys, all you guys that are coming, we know, you guys know who you are. And so, um, there's just so, like Keone was saying, there's so much that we can do, uh, if we just all collaborate together, you know, imagine three Brown guys and Matt Frad just, you know, really giving a good one, you know, we're all having pints of Aquinas. Don't worry. Uh, I'm 21. Don't know we Um, we could all have pints of Aquinas and have a good time. And, uh, you know, as we talked about it further, I think this is something that everyone could take, you know, it's not just about influencers. Um, but if, you you know, people who have those gifts and people who want to be in film or they want to do anything, like, use those gifts God gave you and, like, put the Catholic faith and the truth on a platform because big tech and all these other things, they own everything. So, really, I think this episode is going to be about how we can kind of break down those barriers and start our own little revolutionary war here uh, against against satan and the evil things going on in this world
1: yeah i think um you know uh, one of the things that i um, learned early on just getting into this the speaking realm is to the point that keoni made where people tend to be guarded about their subscription their subscribers their followers um you know i don't want to recommend you because that may take away from you know uh my ability to to eat right and to hunt and to kill that kind of thing <laughs> And it's crazy because when I think about it, I believe Jesus said the harvest is plenty and the laborers are few, right? So pray to the master for more laborers. And I think we, we often, um, not to say we can't be good uh, businessmen or professionals uh, when it comes to our craft, whether that be speaking or whatever, but, you know, we can't, this is not about money. This is not about followers unless it's followers of Jesus Christ. And so I, I, know, I learned early on that um, there's a lot of clicks. Right. And we can be clickish, Right. We can we we especially this last uh, several years, specifically this last year that just passed. It's like there is huge line in the sand being drawn. We see that as a country. We see that as a world. We see that in the church. Um, we see that even within factions within the church. And I think about like FsSP, I believe broke away from sSPX, right? So it's like you even have factions within the factions of the factions, right? and And here we are where um and we're just as gu- I'm just as guilty, right? The minute you say you subscribe to so- and so, then you're like, oh, you're that kind of Catholic. And uh, it's humbling because people like Ray, um and you guys know um you know, Deacon Harold's one of those guys too, where he he's a he's a brother of mine. He's a spiritual mentor. He's somebody that. Does not need to bring any, you know, uh, up and coming person uh, under his wing, but he does. He does it strictly out of charity and out of wanting to kind of spread the gospel and help people, um, you know, bring it. If he sees talent, he wants to, um, or he sees somebody has gifts that they can offer to the church, which we all can and do. Um, he, he he doesn't let he doesn't let the the labels or the categories stop from doing that. And, and I think we've learned during this time too. Um, you know love and respect people like that because quite honestly you know uh, we've had many dinner discussions or lunch discussions whatever discussions at home where we've kind of lost respect for a lot of people and um, you know during this time because of the way they've responded and reacted right created more division or you know just forgot the whole mission right Um, and and if you look at like the last canon law if you know canon law which is kind of the, the the law that governs governs the church it's all for the salvation of souls Like what more um we're talking about even in preparing for this you know um in lumen gentium one of the dogmatic constitution on light of the nations for uh, vatican ii council when uh it talks about the people of god in chapter two uh, the council fathers say that it pleased god to create one people who acknowledge him in truth and serve him in holiness. And it's like, well, what are we doing to acknowledge the truth, right? The one universal church. Um, and what are we doing to serve him in holiness? And the, uh, and the document goes on to say, when it talks about the laity, um, specifically that for each of us, we must assist each other to live, in holy, to live holy lives in our daily occupations, right? So we can't just say, well, that's up to Father so-and-so, Sister so-and-so, or Mika who goes to Franciscan, or, you know, whatever, It's really up to each and every one of us as we live out our vocation, regardless of our state of life. Yeah, just like I was talking to Meeks about this before, you know,
0: uh, we were doing this episode. Like going to Franciscan was such a gift in that you go to a campus unified by the same faith, but each and every student had their own craft that they were, they came and they wanted to obviously do it for the sake of Christ, you know, there was the, the acting and theater and they had, you know, you had your Theo cats, the classic Theo cats out there and you had, you know, the athletes and, and the thing that was different about that campus is that, um, you know, when done right, they came to perfect that craft, not for themselves, but for God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was something that's super uplifting because now it unifies everyone to a common goal. And I think that's why Franciscan is such a special place, and so you think about um, you know even beyond the university system, just the the universal church itself, and how many Catholics I mean we talked about this and why seventy percent of Catholics are wrong, how many Catholics are misinformed, how many Catholics are just doing what their maybe their priest said or what their parents formed them or didn't form inform them on and you know, they're kind of just going through the motions and they could stumble across any one of these Catholic influencers pages. And how much of an impact can we have if we all unite together as influencers, put each other on, um, build each other up, you know, promote each other um, to affect those people who are kind of just going through the motions this whole time. And especially in a time where we're more isolated you know the our resources aren't as plentiful there aren't massive conferences anymore mm-hmm. there aren't you know you get to go to um your church to have a talk you know people aren't coming it's all virtual mm-hmm. and and I think we could we can do a lot more um good to the world especially in today's time um if we if we're uniting and building each other up and and so I think it's just a call out to you know, everyone who's listening to one to perfect your craft. You know, for God's sake, because all of us, you know, we all like Miko and, uh, and you and me. We all we all impact and are drawn um, to to different people. You know, different people want to listen to us. And that might be different than some people who listen to Taylor or who listen to uh, Matt Fratt or father Mike Schmitz, you know, but if we are all to being together, that's how you start to spread the word into, into the entire the globe, you know, and mm-hmm. we're the universal church for a reason. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah, I think uh, this is such an important topic uh, being under uh, our main man, Mr. Biden and this administration moving forward. Um, it's just, you know, our work is cut out for us. And I think the best way to move forward is to really gather an army and to, you know, uh, you know, we talked about dialogue and kind of like, there's like the sake, there's dialogue for the sake of dialogue and there's dialogue for the sake of truth. And I think we have to be able to approach people and bring them to truth. You know, those people who may not be very informed on this particular topic that uh, we feel we are more and we can help them point them towards truth and kind of like, you know, I was telling uh, my dad earlier, you know, I saw Matt Fradd on this um, Protestants channel and he had been going to Mass and kind of asking those questions about, you know, um, kind of the real presence and some of these things that he maybe felt like, you know, I didn't really feel like having, I didn't have these uh, questions answered before. And that's a perfect opportunity to evangelize the witness because now you're coming to this maybe Protestant uh, audience who's like wow you know he's starting to question things that we had someone like matt fred on answer a lot of great questions all that stuff and like that's the best thing to do instead of kind of being a whole lone wolf and i'm gonna do this on my own and i have content the way i want to do it or even everyday life like who you associate with and kind of these things we have we always for some reason want to like pander to the the people that are basically lost and have no influence or care about our soul but then when it comes to those people who maybe be like just a little bit different or maybe like have one big viewpoint and it's like we're kind of against them for some reason. Right. And kind of have, like we saw, I think we saw that during a lot of this, um, when a lot of politics and stuff are going crazy mm-hmm. on need for Catholic infrastructure is they feel like they need to pander towards this big audience because that's what we're really going after instead of going for those souls who are really hungry and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think to, to feed those souls is when we're, we're kind of better together and it's, and it's a universal call. Like, you know, you continue to say like priest, prophet, king, I hope eventually to be that platform for a lot of people to use those sort of gifts. And so people like at Franciscan, but people everywhere, there's so many people who are gifted and like, they don't see that example out there for them in order to be like, you know, what I can do what I love and be into my faith and make a living. Cause they just don't see that example out there. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're trying to do is, you know, make those examples. Although it'll probably be a while before we can, you know, make a living off any of this kind of stuff, but it starts with, you know, people, like us, or people like the the Matt friends and Father Mikes, and um, all these people who have just shown like you can be uh, uh, in media, and people want to watch you. You know, like Fulton Sheen's the first one. He's he's the goat. He's the best one out of all of us. And um, you know, I was just watching a show, uh, an old show, What's My Line, which is an old. Show. I try to guess whoever is uh, this the contestants on there. And when Fulton Sheen came out, you have, you know, applause is like, the, you know, one of the loudest pauses, even when the judges said, you know, it's, a, it's one of the larger applause we had in a while, so we must, you know, know who you are. They're all blindfolded and things like that. He wrote JMJ on the chalkboard before he came in, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And then one of the uh, panelists kissed his ring. And it's like, I'm seeing this on ABC, ladies and gentlemen, no. back then. And so they are just amazing things we can do if we come together. We're not going to be able to get that on today's ABC, but that shouldn't be worrying us. That means that we should go out and try to create our own content. We should go out and create our own companies and all these things that like who's stopping us. I think the only way to fight all these things is to create our own and come together and, um, to, to really establish our own, our own culture, you know, changing the culture from within, like using all these things that we have and, and these tools and, our gifts to like start changing things instead of, you know, just sitting there and complaining about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one of the things you brought up makes me talk about um, a lot of the, at least right. What we saw and experienced with a lot of Catholic influencers specifically was this kind of pandering to the cultural wave, right. Of certain ideologies um, definitely some distorted truths out there. And I know that, I mean, we had a lot of dialogue even internally. And again, just a lot of introspection and reflection on, man, we're, why, how are we to get to this point, right? Where we feel like we have to look like everybody else. And I think that's a part where, um, how much scandal have we caused to other people outside of the church because of the divisions within the church? And it's interesting because, you know, um, people can argue tact, but they're probably more offended by the truth. Right. So they'll say, well, you're speaking truth, but you're not doing it tactfully. Um, you know, they're going to argue the method, but really they don't want to hear the message. And I think that's part of the issue in all of this is like we try to, you know, I know, Meeks, you're talking about when this whole concept came up with PBK and the idea, to, idea of changing the culture from within is like like looking internally to say, well, what what, what, what am I really about? Like, what am what is my everyday life really about? Um you know, why are we, why did we fire at PPK, you know, and it's, we have like for the 28 and a half views, because it was like half a view. I think we added. Just kidding. You know what? The thing is we got, we got to stop focusing on the negative, right? Our our view, The viewers that we do have are going to be like, dude, what's up? Am I chopped liver or what? It's like, no, we love you guys. No, for real. Just tell your friends and make them watch it. Um, But you know what I mean? It's not, that's not why we're doing it, right? We've had numerous conversations because it can be super frustrating when everybody's guarded or everybody's being divided and everybody's like, well, I don't know you, or, you know what, you didn't go to Franciscan or you didn't go to whatever, you know, um, or you're not really that well known or you're not an author yet, bro. So don't come at me yet, you know, and all these things. And it's just like, what are we doing? Right. Are you just doing it for the followers? I mean, we do have to, on the other side, um, quite frankly, be guarded with regards to who we're connected to and who we're dialoguing with, but you know, we're not endorsing. um, I mean, people are people. I've had people come out to some of our World of Blaze conferences and uh, I'm like, (laughs) you know, they went off the rails and it's just like, you know, it is you can't control people's free will and um, you do the best you can to vet it out. But we're in the end, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ and true charity, as the great St. Thomas Aquinas would say, is to will the good of the other as other and to love out of the love of benevolence, which is true friendship and ultimately for God's sake and God's sake alone. And that's what we're trying to do. Right. It's like, all right, let's cut down these barriers. You know, you're right, Meeks, we're not going to agree on every little bit, and we're not going to agree on the approach. Um, we may be emphatically and passionately, um, you know, obstinate about certain things, um, especially when it comes to how we live out our Catholic faith. But in the end, we're one church, we're one body. What say you, Kaelin?
0: Just kind of thinking about <clears throat> when you were sharing about, you know, charity and, and benevolence, um uh, Father, you know, Father Eppiger talks, that we talked about it too, about being detached. Yeah. And I think it's super important for us in our own spiritual journeys, but also, you know, if we're trying to influence people um, and bring them truth through through um, podcasts or YouTube, whatever, um, to be detached from it in a way that is, you know, we're doing it for God's sake. So what he makes of it, he makes of it, you know? And I think that's important for all mm. of us because that's where that that fear of like, we're going to lose our subscribers or our subscribers are going to magically just leave and just like now transform into, um, Ray subscribers list or Taylor subscribers, you know, and it's, Mm. there's that fear because we have an attachment to it. And, you know, that affects us in, in our daily lives all the time. You know, just thinking, I was just thinking as we were talking about this topic, like the litany of humility Mm. and like, you know, um, just, we want to be preferred, yeah. over others all the time. Yeah. We want to be praised. We want to be honored. And it's just natural um, for us, just as prideful human beings, you know, and our fallen nature, I guess in a sense, it's, it's not natural. It's it's our fallen state, but yeah. um, it's common for us uh, as just fallen creatures to, you know, we want, we want the glory. We want the praise. We want to be preferred. And that litany of humility is literally, it's, it's forming us to be detached from it mm-hmm. so that not that we want to, you know, poor me, because at the end of the day, God wants our ultimate good, but on his terms, at his time. And I think, you know, just for all of, all the listeners out there, you it may not be your calling to, to you know, be a, a YouTuber or to do that, but whatever your calling is to be completely detached from it as far as the outcome, you know, what God's going to do of it. And I think when we have that healthy detachment from it, God starts to use it. Um, more because we're now allowing his will to work more than our own will. You know, we're now f- more free. We can, in the, the, you know, f- even Archbishop Fulton Sheen says, when you're detached from your wife, and people are like, how can you be detached from your wife? But when you're actually detached from your wife in a way that you're only attached to God, you're actually more able and willing to love your spouse because you're loving her for God's sake, for God's which sake is alone. true charity. Mm-hmm. You know, and think of if we can come together as um, YouTubers or, you know, Catholic speakers or whatever, and to bring others to truth for God's sake. And if we lose subscribers or whatever, that's on God's, you know, that's God's prerogative, but, um, just to be completely detached from it. And, you know, if Ray gets more glory because he's putting on this movie for the salvation of souls, we have to be okay with that, you know, because at that moment that needed to happen for the, for, you know, the sanctification of souls, and it's just all of us just to be detached. But at the same time, you're putting in your whole effort to make the most of your call. And and it's, it's a weird, like, paradox of in being detached, you actually do your job better, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was just uh, kind of observing. I just think about, like, how petty some of the stuff is that we deal. You know, I think, like, uh, Bishop Barron blocked uh, Taylor Marshall on Twitter. And just some of these scenes, it's like, you know, like, it might be a crazy idea, but if we like just have them like sit down and talk to each other, that might help people. Because you think about like people are coming to the church and curious, and they see things like that. It's like you know, what, how is that going to drive them for closer to the to the true church? Yeah. It's really not. It's just going to see like, okay, well, which one is even right? How do how do I know? You know, and like the unfortunate uh, breakup of a uh, TNT of uh, Tim Gore and Taylor Marshall. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it's just a lot of unfortunate things. that you like just want to see people come together and do those things. And it's like very much, I mean, I don't want to keep, you know, it a be the dead horse, but it is just funny to kind of sit back and look at, at some of these observations, some of these uh, little beefs that have been happening within the church. It's like, there's so many things going on with the church that we need to fight together. And sure. Like, regardless of who's right and who's wrong, still, that's what, that's what like conversation and friendship is for, though. You know, it's like, that's, that's why you have a channel to be like, okay, let's come together. And for the sake of both of our viewers, let's blame each other towards the truth or things like that. Like this, the whole blocking or all that kind of stuff, I just pettying and gets kind of ridiculous. It's just, there's so much at stake right now. We need to be forming each other and, um, upholding each other to say like, Hey, let's look at, uh, okay. Regardless of what you think about Vatican II, let's remember what, uh, our lady of Fatima said, let's remember our lady of success said here, let's focus on some of these things that are like, you know, we're getting warned. So let's figure out what the real issue is here and come together and kind of narrow it down and, and tackle it together because it's, it's kind of crazy times. I think the more every day goes by and the more, uh, Mr. Biden puts another executive order number 162 in three days. Uh, you start to see like things are getting kind of wild right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just like being at Franciscan and them even strongly encouraging us to receive in the hands, just some things like that. But just like, man, where are we today? But mm-hmm. don't, don't you worry. I'm on my knees and on my tongue over <laughs> here. So you don't know, worry about that,
1: man. You're making me kind of feel glad that we're on Exodus 90 over here. Cause we are just completely oblivious to, uh, outside of people just letting us know. And and you should expect that. I think we did the one, you know, God, not government. And I think we saw where we're headed. Where now, um, Now people are going to really see what it's like when you worship the government or when you worship these little, um, you know, uh, worldly idols. And I think, you know, going back to the whole division thing and the little petty uh, rifts that we have between one another, which is unfortunate, you know, and and what does Jesus say? A house divided cannot stand. Right. So it's like the devil is winning when it comes to that. And we're all guilty of it. Again, I'm just as guilty as the next guy. And so, um, you know, I think the point of this episodes in particular is to kind of address it you know talk about the elephant in the room um we've all experienced we've all either been on one side of that corner the other maybe we're the one that we're causing division or maybe we're the one that we're divided against so it's just like um in the end you know what's the point we can do more together and just think about the souls at stake like i start telling myself whether it's with regards to biden or whomever or the bishops or the guy next to me in the pew, whatever it is, I started saying, you know, in the end, I don't have to answer for him, but I am going to have to answer for me and how I interacted with him. And I'm going to have to answer with all the things that I did in my heart. And so, you know, I've been reflecting, especially on this week after um, spiritual direction, just humility. You know, I know I can be a prideful person. In today's reading, we hear, you know, um, the command Adam and Eve in Genesis, right, about um, just don't eat of the the, the tree, right, of uh, of knowledge. And what do we do, right? We grasp at trying to be like God, even though we were made in his image and likeness to begin with. And it's just, you can see it. You can see chapter three of Genesis happening all over again, where the devil's just slithering in, turning things on its side, giving you half-truths and convincing you not to trust God. And I think that's one of the key here is like PBK is trying to help you change the culture from within. And so you want to change. I can't change what any of these influencers are doing but we can change how we respond we can change how we run this apostolate and we can change how we interact with other people and so a big shout out to anybody like ray or anybody else who wants to collab i know we're working on different um you know discussions and potentially collaborations with other people but you know big shout out to ray again um joy of faith if you're not subscribing to him yet you should um for all the work that he's doing for trying to bring people together and this is just a you know uh, uh a young dad who's uh loves god loves uh loves the faith and um, wants to break down barriers. So why can't we do the same? Mm-hmm.
0: I was just going to say um, kind of as a, as a closing for the, for the listeners to, you know, whatever your call is to like you're saying with Lumen Gentium, to start to evangelize in some way. And if that is just to send them one of our videos or some other podcast that you really like, or to, you know, share um, a book that really inspired you in your faith. But I think now more than ever, when the devil is trying to isolate us in so many different ways, take us away from the sacraments, you know, depending on where you are listening to this and Mm -hmm. and what your, your diocese is doing or whatever, um, how much more important we each have, um, of responsibility to, you know, start to spread the truth because they may not be getting it otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, us as, you know, influencers, um, we have an obligation to unite with each other because we have a following, right? We're on a certain platform and we have a responsibility to unite, to spread truth and to actually, you know, um, touch more souls as we can. But each of us individually outside of the YouTube and the and the podcast or whatever, um, you know, what do you what are you doing with your your friend groups? What are you doing with your family members? You know, are you addressing those hard those you know those hard discussions, you know, because at the end of the day, like you were saying, pops, like we're seeing it right now before our eyes, and and Meeks, you know, what what Mother Mary has warned us in so many different ways, like we are missing it, and if if the government and if the state of the church is is any clear indication that we are in the middle of something, and what better time, like Meeks was saying, to unite um, and and to use our talents and our gifts for the glory of God, and to not hold it. As a competition for someone else, you know uh, just out of our pride, and so just you know for all those listeners out there um, who may have a podcast or not, do you know start to evangelize, start to have those conversations with your coworkers, start to have those conversations with your friend groups, start to have you know the Bible studies or recommend a book, um, but I think it's it's a good reminder for us all as we you know begin Lent um, yeah. and uh you know go through this 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 year to you know start to make changes because if we're the universal church we should start to have a universal impact
1: oh
2: yeah my last little piece is really um going off of what my dad said and kind of having that humility because you know although i get very irritated when a priest has stepped down from the ambo or like you know there's a lot i can go on for a long time about what i get irritated about but if that robs my peace during mass then like you know what am i really doing like what's what's the point of me even being there, like uh, there's a whole lot of things where I'm just starting to question, and you know we joke about you know views and stuff like that, but we really just care about being able to reach one person or like you know getting that text from my old friend from uh, you know high school or middle school. those are things that really matter. and so, um, yeah, I think that that's a huge thing, I think for a lot of people who maybe have a new um, you know passion for tradition and holding a lot of uh the beautiful things of the mass and of the church we can kind of get a little bit too um like hold a lot of animosity towards other parts and uh it's just never going to do us any good as we've kind of realized and stuff like that and you know just always having respect for others and understanding that there is like jesus and beauty and a lot of things outside of you and the way you think and that um yeah, you know, just me getting married and, you know, just stumbling upon some wisdom or something like that in <laughs> these uh, next couple months. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good point, Meeks, because I think, um, you know, that was the, you know, we think about the devil's sin, right, was pride. You know, I will not serve, non servium. Um, you think about um, the lack of trust in, in Adam and Eve and really trying to grasp at um, what the perceived freedom that the devil was selling And I just think we all need to, it's time for reflection, right? It's time for reflection that, um, you know, have no fear out there. I think we are in some pretty crazy times, some dark times, but our saints have been dealing with this through all the course of history, all the course here. We had Pharaohs in the day, you know, we had, um, we had emperors that were persecuting the church, literally throwing and feeding Christians to lions and, burning them and crucifying them. So this isn't nothing new and we're still standing. And I think that's the part is like we stood because we stood in Christ and we stood because we locked arms as brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's what we've got to do. So, um, you know, control what you can control. And I just think the, in the end, um, in the end when we make our account before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it, there's one of two things. You're going to have a bunch of souls attached to you. That's not an option, but you're either going to take them to heaven or you're going to take them to hell. And that's on you. And so I think for us, if we just get together um, and uh, really start to reflect on uh, how we're embracing one another and how we're carrying out the call of the discipleship, then, you know, we can start moving towards a uh, unification in the church. And then if we can unify within the church, imagine what we can do for those that are outside of the church, right? So, um, Meeks, anything else we need to remind our
2: peeps out there for? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, what if we universally uh, like, commented, and subscribe. <laughs> And the uh, university shared this video. Yeah. Man, I look at the things that we could do. If we just universally did those things, man.
1: That's a good point. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah, I think that's in uh, Lumen Gentium. Well, one of the paragraphs in Lumen Gentium, Light of the Nations. Yeah. I, mean, I forgot.
2: Wheel I mean, of 13th or something like that. Yeah, I
1: think it was. Actually, there's several saints. I think, uh, you know, yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas. I think that's uh one, yeah. one of the summa questions yeah it was the last
0: paper he dropped it when oh, he was about to publish it he That's forgot right. it and he forgot yeah, it it yeah. got lost in, in the yeah, publication
1: it was right. actually the vision that he saw before he said i'm not even gonna write the summa anymore because pbk's got it covered so if you could actually, just
2: <laughs> i think on the tablets joseph smith found he said to like comment and subscribe on peace of King. i don't know if i'd listen to him on that but uh he can't be wrong about everything he's in a broken box right twice a day or
1: whatever they say that's right that's right well hey we uh, appreciate getting together again we miss meeks he's all the way in Stoobs. so uh shout out to meeks and ella out there in doing their thing thank you again for joining us and being patient with us as we just try to you know deal with life um so let us know what you want to hear share like comment subscribe get holy or die trying peace